Bang bang! What is up, you guys? Welcome to uh, welcome to the first July edition. No, welcome to the first episode in the July edition of uh, what I'm calling the uh, Blockbuster Patreon. As uh, this month will be jam packed full of uh, movie reviews, and to make up for me not really releasing anything besides Jurassic Park last month, uh, thank you to all you patrons, you know, for for sticking around. And uh, your your boy's back. You know, the the main podcast will be back some point in the month i'm i'm currently officeless so it's hard to to bring people in and record with them uh but the patreon stuff will be coming up i will have already released uh, an episode for you guys letting you know everything that's coming out um but of course this is a movie i've been wanting to talk about forever like when i first started this i, I made a compile a giant list of movies that i wanted to talk about and sometimes i try to fit them in with like themes you know where it's like oh this movie you know is like next week we have thor ragnarok coming up the day that Thor Love and Thunder comes out. It's just sort of things like that. And this one is a little hard one because it's like, oh, the planet is dying and the world is ending. Um, how do you fit that theme into everything? And it's like, well, the planet is dying and the world is also kind of ending right now. You know, so I figured right now would be a, a good a time as any. And um, of course, I'm a giant fucking nerd for this movie. Like, uh, I've never really showed it off just because it's, it's like really simple, but like I've got a tattoo for this movie. I've got, I've got Morse code on my arm, uh, tattoo that says stay. Um, I'm showing our guests so, so he can see it. Um, but of course this man is no stranger to talking about just movies, TV, all sorts of fun shit. Um, you've heard him on my, on, you've heard him on this podcast. You've heard me on his podcast several times. He's of course, uh, one of the co-hosts of, uh, the draft pod um ladies and gentlemen his first time here on the patreon certainly not his last though uh our man drew kissler drew how are you how are you doing hello good sir i am fucking great man i'm happy to be here and i'm happy to talk about this this movie that actually uh so i don't know a couple years ago we did a comfort comfort movies draft uh with uh both of our dear friends wes allen he was the guest and I drafted this and they all were just like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, this movie's fucking beautiful. And it's, it fucking centers me in a way like no other movie has ever centered me. So this is the movie I want to fuck. I will watch any day of the week. Well, so. of, of course we are talking about the, the 2014 uh, movie interstellar, of course, directed by Christopher Nolan. Uh, you know, it stars Matthew McConaughey, um, John Lithgow, um, Oh, apparently Timothy Chalamet is Tom at 15 years old. Really? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. I had no idea. You, you, and Hathaway in here, you got a uh, Wes Bentley in there for a while. Michael Caine, uh, Casey Affleck, like Ellen Burstyn. It's, it's funny. You mentioned it's like a comfort movie. Jessica Chastain. Jessica Chastain. Yeah. Like fuck. It's a, I mean, of course it's, it's a Christopher Nolan movie. So you have uh Topher Grace mm-hmm. is in there as well. Uh, Matt Damon, you know, he pops up as well. Um, yeah. But it's funny you mentioned this comfort movie. The first time I watched this movie was because I would have came out around Christmas time, and I only know that because my yes, it was yeah. me, my friend Stephanie, and her sister. We randomly, uh, it, it became one of those like weekly things where we would go to the movies. Where just you know, one weekend, okay. one week, yeah. we went to a movie, and then 
the the next week we happen to fucking go again and we we're like all right three you know third time's a charm yeah and we wound up going to go see this movie and it was fucking awesome you know it's you know i'm sitting there bawling i'm fucking crying matthew mcconaughey staring at that screen watching time go by and i am the exact same like you know um sitting mm-hmm. in my seat also crying but then maybe like a week like it was like the week before christmas or something and i remember my buddy paul and i we went to mcdonald's because of course it's like it's the only thing fucking open like christmas day and then i'm like yeah you want to go see this fucked up like space movie and he's like yeah sure let's go and same thing we go to watch that and like he is not a man of many emotions you know he is almost this like cold robot but even then i could see it on his face his eyes sort of welting up and i'm like yeah oh fuck um, but I went so far as to like, I don't have many, if any movies downloaded, like, uh, through iTunes. And it yeah. was funny that you were like, this is one of the few movies I have. And I was like, dude, this is also one of the few movies I have. Cause <laughs> yeah. it was like a comfort movie of mine for a while too. Like I would yeah. always just like throw it on to kill some time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, well, you know, I think I said it was the only, but it's, it's actually a cut. So actually one of the other ones I actually have on there is Powerbomb West's movie. So <laughs> I was like, I go in on a list and I was like, Oh, I actually do have more. I forgot, but you know, I just had to buy that to support, port those boys. So, um, but yeah, it, Oh my God, it's, it's so good. And like, yeah, man, it gets you through some tough times. And like, um, it's very like, incredibly foreshadowing a little bit like you said the world is ending <laughs> well it's funny because like i there there's a, a specific clip that 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 you clipped out of like of audio that um funny to me again like i i always watch this scene and i've referred to it as like matt damon's uh ozymandias speech uh mm-hmm. because again it's very reminiscent of you know if you if you've read the comic book the watchman or, or watched the the movie or or the tv show you know, like Ozymandias' whole fucking, you know, thing was like, yeah, this was supposed to bring us together and it didn't. Like, um, yeah. which again, like with COVID, you know, like last year, you know, and even this, like, it's, there's just so much that's been happening where you figure, like, at some point, we'll all fucking get our shit together and come together and yeah. do something about it. But it's always just yeah. like, well, no, because, you know, uh, you know drew's uh you know friends and family don't believe in this very weird obscure you know make-believe yeah. story that i believe they believe another one and it's just yeah. he wears up his he, he wears his baseball cap backwards how fucking <laughs> dare he <laughs> you know you're supposed yeah. to wear it the other way and uh, i'll go ahead and, and play the clip for you guys um because again it is it is something that, yeah like you mentioned it, it's very it's very much sort of reminiscent of what's going on now. So I'm going to go ahead and, and play it for you guys real quick. Um, yeah. Because he, he knew how hard it would be to get people to work together to save the species instead of themselves or their children. Bullshit. You never would have come here unless you believed you were going to save them. Evolution has yet to transcend that simple barrier. We, we can care deeply, selflessly about those we know, but that empathy rarely extends beyond our line of sight. Yeah, you know, like it, it's that empathy rarely extends beyond our own line of sight. Like, yeah, it, you know, it's sort of like, um, I mean, I haven't really talked about it because I've been podcasting, but you know, the whole overturn, overturning Roe versus Wade thing, you know, it's yeah, it's all these people so concerned about these unborn babies, you know, all these, yeah. all these poor unborn babies when it's like, 
hey, there's plenty of people, there's plenty of kids now that you can adopt. You know, there's, right? There's, I know, I I love watching these TikToks where it's like they the the people going up to like people with the signs and they're like, you know, choose adoption and they're like, oh, how many have you? No, no, I I just have two of my own. So you don't have? No, I don't have any. What about you? No, I I haven't adopted any children. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, <laughs> and, and and listen. For for the most part, it's we know why these kids aren't being adopted. They are uh, there's a, there's certain colors on the spectrum of, of, yeah. of colors. Whether it's just like no 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 no, we don't want that one. And it's also it's yeah. you know I mean listen, it's much easier to you know get a brand new baby and sort of raise it your own way as opposed to like yeah. no, this child is you know this child has its own way of thinking, has its own way of talking, has its own. You know, its own things that make it an individual person. It's a yeah. lot harder to to sort of take that. And and I'm not saying like just fucking adopt. It's so much easier. Like, you know, no, no. I'm, I'm just saying you should let people have abortions. Yeah, like, I mean, you know, I don't know about you, but it's like I've always just looked at it as like, hey, if you don't like abortions, well, don't get one. You know, like. Yeah. It's like everything. If you don't like it, just stop. Stop watching it. Stop listening to it. Stop doing whatever you're doing. Like, why are you wasting your time with this? That's something like Andy always talks about on our podcast. Like, like only like, why are you filling your life with things that make you depressed and like just move like, just move past it and fucking find the things that make you happy. I you mean, know what I mean? No, for sure. I, that's literally so. Like you know, it's it's no secret. You know, I had fucking I, I had a very terrible and shitty breakup, yeah. and one of the things I was like talking to my therapist about, where I was just like, yeah, I was like, I've not been. He was like, well, what have you been doing to sort of try and you know be better? And I was like, well, mm-hmm. I haven't been listening to sad music or watching sad movies because, you know, scrump of a few years ago, I would have, I would have <laughs> been sitting there watching fucking Eternal Sunshine. Blue Valentine, all those movies yeah. on repeat, wondering why I'm so sad. Like, why isn't why isn't anything getting any better? And it's like, I don't know. Why isn't it getting any better? You're sitting here, you know, watching this torture porn of of emotional, you know, sadness. Yeah. And it was just one of those like, oh no, yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna watch shit that makes me happy. I'm gonna sit there and watch Interstellar, uh, and you know, all this other stuff. But yeah, like it's it's that fucking simple, you know. Like again. And some people, someone might be listening right now and they're just like, hey, I don't agree with that. Again, whatever the case may fucking be, uh, it, it, that, you know, that line where he's sort of talking about take out Roe versus Wade, you know, put it in the way we handled COVID, take out the way we handle any yeah. fucking situation. And it's just like, yeah, like unless it's affecting, you know, some sort of uh, bottom, you know, bottom line on some sort of how much someone is making, you know, like people don't really care. No, no, they don't. Like I said, yeah, it's, I, I mean, and I hear on a day to day basis because I have talked many times on my podcast, like my work situation. I work in a very, uh, you know, with a lot of people that are all, uh, let's just go ahead and say it, older white guys. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's like every day I have to hear this shit that's just like, oh my God, like, if I say something like I'm, I don't like, I just, I, I try to save my job every day by not going off on people or whatever. And it's, it's those, those little things that you just hear constantly. And like, 
I, I just can't believe like I, the statements they make about like yes, like not having the empathy for somebody else. It's like all they all all they care about is their fucking four hundred one k and all this kind of stuff. Like, yeah, but people, I mean, they're now now like everything's open again as far as like like there aren't there's less of the divide between everything like we aren't subsect in all these little fucking groups anymore like okay if i have to pay a little bit more for gas because to do that cool that's a fucking tax i'm willing to pay for somebody else that i don't even know is just a little bit fucking happier in life like that that's that's fucking gladly all day so yeah like that this like I said this this speech is so fucking beautiful when it comes to things like that of of having that empathy for other people. Um, like I said, I mean, just the center, like like I said before, like there's so many things that recenters your life in this movie. Uh, you know, like getting down to the core values of what makes you a good human being, and this speech is is one of them, man. Like, uh, just look around; it's not all about you. <laughs> no, for sure, and like. It's funny. I always get to this point in the podcast where I'm like, if you haven't watched this before, you know, which yes. I'm like, I, I, I don't really like I don't ever listen to any reviews of movies unless I've already watched it or have like an idea yeah. of what it's about, you know. But, yeah. you know, of course, you have Matthew McConaughey, you know, and these other astronauts go into space to sort of to, to find a way to save the planet, which yeah. is very easy, you know, and yeah. Michael. Yeah, so they're yeah, they're yeah, they're. Two, um, there's a plan A and a plan B. Plan A is to find the planet that then they can take all the people from Earth who is dying, uh, who is suffocating because of these dust, these dust bowls that are happening like worldwide, uh, and try to get them to this other planet. Or plan B, which is just frozen embryos and try to repopulate that way. And they find out right before this moment plan a doesn't fucking exist so um yeah so they're just there to for the embryos and that's it and fuck everybody else yeah it's very much it doesn't exist it's never existed uh mm-hmm. michael kane who plays the father uh, of Anne hathaway it's one of those things where it's like yeah like he sent you on this mission yeah to live because he you know all hope is lost here you know, yeah. like it's there wasn't it, it wasn't going to ever work as far as they're concerned. And, you know, again, Matthew McConaughey, who, who plays Cooper, like it's it's one of those things where I, I feel I always just feel so fucking bad for this guy because of like how how optimistic he is. And like, yeah, you know what? I know very little about this. You know, I, I was an Air Force pilot, so I, I know somewhat of, of what's going on and really they just needed someone to drive that ship and i'll do yeah. it you know but of course you know he, he's a single dad he's uh you know raising these two kids and the, the one of the more heartbreaking scenes in in this whole movie to me is you know he his daughter murph he you know he, he's having the speech with her about like oh i'm going i'm leaving I'm, I'm gonna be leaving you know yeah. And he's like, I'll be back soon. And, you know, who knows, you know, uh, by the time I come, he's like, time works different out there. He goes, by the time I come yeah. back, you might be my age. Yeah. And she sort of just gets that realization of like, you don't even fucking know when you're coming back. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and like, 
so heartbreaking too, especially because with you know with their relationship in particular, like we'll sort of you know we'll talk about that because like I, that their relationship is always one that it's just like fuck. Like imagine not like you don't get to know your father, and as much as you yeah. spent you know first ten, I believe she was about ten, twelve years old, you know. Yeah, probably. Yeah, those you're closer to your father because your mother's passed away, you know. But yeah. you're 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 close to him. And he leaves, not because, you know, he doesn't want to raise you or, you know, he buried someone, nothing other than he is trying to save the planet for you, Mm -hmm. you know, but of course her being the kind of person she is a little bit hard headed about everything doesn't really take that way. I don't want to say like that she's unappreciative, but there is definitely like some unfair shit that I feel that like. You know that Cooper gets in this from her, in as much as like she's very bitter. You know yeah. th- that he left, yeah. and like considering it too from his point of view, where it's like you haven't been gone that long. You know, yeah. like uh, in particular, you know they they go into their deep sleep, and he's like, "Oh, it'll be two years." Like, sure, you're sleeping for two years, which like to us, like I would love that. You know, just be able to sleep that <laughs> yeah, long. Right. I, I love me a good nap. <laughs> But I think if it was just like, yeah, she will, you know, she'll only be about three, four years older by the time you get back. Totally fine. But like, they're not reunited until she is an old dying woman on her deathbed. Like, yeah. And even now, I mean, you figure, I think they, they, um, it's, you know, it's probably like 80 some years from that point. So she's in her nineties. And even then they say like, oh yeah, she's actually been in her own deep sleep for a couple of years or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's fucking, it's so heartbreaking. And like that, that scene, that end scene is like, that thing got me, like gets me more than anything, even more than the one of him watching the video. You know, there's the scene where he's bawling I think that is like the universal sad, sad scene in this, but like that scene, like really got me. <laughs> Gets no, me every dude, time. The, I remember that. Yeah. Like the first time watching that it's, it's again, it's one of those things where they wind up on, on this water planet where I believe they're looking for Dr. No, not Dr. Man. Uh, Miller's. Miller's Miller, yeah. Dr. Miller, yeah. another one, because of course this isn't the first time they've sent these scientists yeah. you know, out, out into space. Like they sent a few of them and one of the tracking be- beacons is like it, you know, it's still going off. So they're under the, they're under the assumption Miller's still alive. Like we got to go to this planet. And, and the whole thing is like the gravitational pull on this specific planet is so, it, it's so much different that for every, like, what is it for? Like every one hour you're there, it's like seven se- year, earth years. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's seven earth years. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, you know, they show up and, Miller's dead. You can't even see Miller. Like the ships crash, and it's like the beacon yeah. is still going off because, again, on that planet, it's only been, you know, Miller would have just died. They would have just crashed. Yeah, they say day. that. Like how how is it still going off? You know, after at that point, I think it was about a decade when the initial explorers went out, um, and that's what they they say. Like, well, it was it just happened here, <laughs> so yeah. it's. And then they they get back and it's twenty some years later, on their ship, just on their ship. So yeah, when um, oh god, what, what's his name? Because there's because one of one of the scientists does you know he's Romilly Romilly, Romilly played by yeah. uh, David uh, Gayasi. 
he stays behind and you know of course they they lose the character of doyle played by wes bentley you know he's yeah he gets fucking stuck behind and again they they wind up just water gets into the ship's engine so there's really nothing they can fucking do until yeah. you know it's all cleared out and stuff where they come back you know and romilly's just like yeah he's like i've been asleep for about you know 23 years now like you know and he you can tell that you know he looks a lot older he's he's a little bit grayed and stuff and he's like i yeah. just you know he's like stop believing you were coming because of course yeah, yeah he says yeah he says like i i lost faith and faith and gained faith and all that you know it's that crazy thing and then yeah to to wake up to then it's the time where like on and then they click over to earth and it's murph is now the fucking of fame scientist as she is already so which like, i mean not not as much as she will be but <laughs> it's so crazy to me too because you think about that like time and time in general you know like yeah. i um by virtue of like you know it was my birthday this weekend so i had a lot of like older friends reaching out um it was just that a lot of catching up with friends and it's just like yeah oh yeah like i i can very like uh visually recount the last time i saw you what we did what we you know what you were wearing and all this stuff but that was like six years ago like i've not seen you in 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 that you know time frame and Again, yeah. to me, it, it feels like it was just that. And it's like, oh, no, no, no. That was actually like several years ago. And yeah, and, and it is kind of amazing because it's like it's one of those things where, you know, you see that. But then I don't know, for some reason, it just really for me, always it kind of. I'll kind of every time I watch this, I'll think of somebody else or what, you know, that same situation where you're just like, yeah, it's like. Yeah, I haven't seen this person in 10 years. You know what I mean? And it's like the last thing you have is that last moment of time. Would it be that fucking moment in the bedroom of saying like, you know, I'm coming back Merv or whatever. But like, you know, that's that's that moment that just like time just keeps going. And there's even even in that, I I know, like, and I, I feel like some people dread that, like, oh, fuck you. There's nothing you can do to stop time. But like, to me, that's a peaceful thing of like, yeah, no matter what. We just keep going. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, just even in like in 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 general, um, that's always one of the things. Like again, because like you know, because and I don't mean to make this all like the fucking oh you know I went through a breakup, but like one of the things that almost everyone would tell me, you know, is it's time. Time is gonna take. You know, like the the way I've, I've I've explained it is. I had a lot of wonderful people that I love uh, sit there and, you know, give me their words of wisdom and tell me things knowing that like the only thing any of you guys can say that's going to make me feel better is like, you know what you go, go on the other side of that door. You know, she's there. You guys are going to fix things and everything's going to be okay. It's the <laughs> yeah. only thing that anyone could have said, but no one was going to say it. The one thing though, that people yeah. did say a lot was like time, time, time is going to heal at all time. But like, yeah. you know, it's and like, you never know, like th- that, 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 like, and there, there's always seems to be something that clicks. Like, you know, like you almost know instantaneously, like when you do go through something like you going through now, you know, there's, there's almost like this point where it just like kind of like clicks into place and you're just like, Oh, 
there, there it was, you know, you could hear something or do something, something that puts everything into perspective or, you know, almost, you know, makes it relative. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's like, you're just like, okay, yeah, now I'm ready. And like, I'm kind of, I'm kind of going through this now. Like I haven't talked about it on our podcast. Cause I don't like, in general, I didn't really want to until I like met a certain goal. But like since uh, since April fourth, I am down forty pounds. Oh fuck yeah! And yeah, and uh, it's one of those things because you know, like I, I have also like seen myself like go down thirty, and then next thing I know, I'm ten more than what I was when I started. You know, so it's like, but with everything, and this happens with sobriety, with you know, dieting, with you know, breakups, anything. Until your until your own mind is right, no matter what people tell you, like they give you advice, you know, like, hey man, you should just do this. You should, if you do this, you do this. That, that's cool. But unless you're ready to make that life change, like it's not going to happen. And that's where I feel like I'm at right now. Like I, we had a little thing just at, at work that was like a biggest loser thing, and it was only a six week thing, but I've continued since. And it was what I needed to kickstart. But from then on, it was it was all about lifestyle. And I wasn't I'm not doing anything that's like keto or anything like that. I'm literally just like not eating past seven and fucking walking like three and a half miles four times a week. Like that's it. Mm-hmm. Like it's not hard, but like I'm doing it and I'm doing it for me. I'm not doing it for anybody else or any other reason. You know what I mean? And once you click that, like that to me is when shit lines up for you in life and like what you're what you're ha- what's what's happening with you now you know like you're gonna hear all this advice and you know it's gonna be like okay you know and it, it'll it'll resonate but until it's like your your heart or whatever is ready to go you know you're not gonna move on much like in the movie <laughs> where there's he told her when she was 10 years old as the ghost, everything she needed to know, she doesn't fully understand it until she's what, you know, let's just say, you know, 30 years old. Yeah. 30, you know, probably. Yeah. Like and once it clicks, it's like, how the fuck did I miss it? You know what I mean? You're, and you'll look back on things that you're just like, Oh yeah, this, I should have done this a long time ago, but unless you're ready, like in here, it's, it's not happening. No, for sure. You're not ready to accept. No, for sure. I mean, same thing. Like it's, Kind of like you mentioned, there's always, you know, the inciting incident, which like I, I you know, I told you it was a specific phone call where I was just like, oh, yeah. yeah. And, you know, and, and again, with this, it's it's that where she she goes back home and she's like, I fucking know there has to be something with this watch. There has to be something with that stupid fucking bookcase. Like, yeah, what is it? You know, like, I, I know that was Morse code. I know what it was. And, yeah. you know, it's yeah, it's that it's it's when you're ready for it, you know you fucking do it because i mean again yeah you know it, it was like again with me I, I spent a month fucking you know crying my yeah. eyes out and then just one day i was like no i'm not doing that anymore very yeah. much in the way that murph you know again she's like i don't care do whatever let your kids fucking die in these dust bowls i'm fucking over it and then mm-hmm. immediately it's just like well, not immediately. It still takes her a while to sort of formulate yeah. everything and get everything done. But um, yeah, again, and, and I feel bad for Cooper because Coop. Yeah. You know, again, this is 
you know, a year of his life really to him. Like I, yeah. I always have, yeah. I always have a hard time cognizing exactly how much time. Yeah. He experienced, yeah. he experiences cause yeah. he goes into a deep sleep, wakes up and then everything from there sort of just happens within the span of like days. Yeah. You know, so I mean, is it is it fair to say this is pretty much the most intense week of his life? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, well, I, I know, I don't know. I'd have to look that up, but like at one point they do say like, oh, he's you know, he's at he's at Mars right now, and then that's when they go into the deep sleep because, and then it's a two year trip from Mars to Saturn, mm-hmm. but that's two years in our time where to him it's just he's going to bed, so. I don't know how <laughs> how that works. Like if the, if it's sleep, like you, I I imagine when they're sleeping, they don't age at all, right? Like that's just no. how that works. Yeah. So yeah, like essentially, it's a week. <laughs> yeah, and you know, again, for in a week, for all this to happen, for one, you're visiting an alien planet. You know, which yeah. not not that there's actual aliens on there, but it's it's an alien planet. You know, like you've never been yeah. there. Like, and then, you know, you go to this other fucking planet too. It's just, all this is happening and it's so much for him to just fucking take in. And like, again, this is just some blue collar fucking dude, you know, like yeah. living out on his farm with his kids and, you know, his father-in-law and like, if, you know, for, for like, this, this is who I am to all of a sudden be like, well, now you're being thrust into fucking space, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's just it, it's all that that's again always one of those things that sort of sticks out to me where i'm like holy shit you know it's been fucking 80 90 years for murph yeah you know she has literally yeah. been waiting about you know like you mentioned they do say oh she was in her own sleep let's say 100 years yeah she's been waiting 100 years for the, for her father to come back when you know again relative to him it's been about a week it's um, fucking crazy like oh, it's, it, like that and that's one thing like you know time always gets weird and i think that's maybe where a lot of people may be like nah, this movie isn't for me or something like that but like i remember like i think my first experience with like time hopping and all that kind of stuff was like especially like <clears throat> it was at a time in my life um like when it came out and it's donnie darko uh like that was like my first experience. I was kind of like, okay, I don't really know what the fuck this is, but I'm real like, but they, they kind of lay it out in there, like you know Stephen Hawking's uh, what is it, the the book, the the moment or passage of time or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But it's basically him talking about wormholes and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I'm way too dumb to fully understand, like even come close to understanding how fucking wormholes and black holes work. But like, shit fascinates me. I'll watch it every day. <laughs> I am, and like I, little and like at least like Marvel's kind of made it like make sense to a lot of us dummies. <laughs> it's just like, oh, okay. I kind of get it now. But I am in the same boat in as much as um Donnie Dark, like, you know, Donnie Darko sort of also my first foray. Uh I also got a Donnie Darko tattoo, but it's on my leg. And I'm I'm not gonna pull it up on camera. But um, I've spent so much of I've spent more time explaining Donnie Darko than I have mm-hmm. watching Donnie Darko, and I, that is another <laughs> movie of mine that I rewatch 
yeah. endlessly, you know, but it's always one of those like, oh, oh, hey, I like that Donnie Darko tattoo. I don't really yeah. understand what goes on, you know, and it's like, you know, you sit there, you explain it, and it's like, you sound almost stupid, you know, like you sound yeah. almost stupid trying to, to rationalize what is going on, what has happened and stuff like that. And, you know, again, really, it's like, you either get it or you don't. Yeah. I've found with most movies, like, I am a whore, or not a whore, I am a slut for these time travel <laughs> movies, like, um, some more easily explained than others, like, like, I know, I recently, I watched, it was like the Ryan Reynolds movie on Netflix, um, I don't know if you watched it, it was, it's like him, Mark Ruffalo, uh, the no. chick from 13 going on 30, yeah, where it's like, uh, Ryan Reynolds comes back, he, he, he comes back in time from the future to when he's a kid to try and look for his wife who would have gotten sent to like that same time placement. But he is now interacting with his dad who like accidentally creates time travel, but gets fucked out of it by like his like shady business uh, partner. So it's, it's a lot yeah. of like trying to, you know, but there it, it's like they're establishing their laws and their rules because like you mentioned every one of these time travel movies you know you watch it back to the future and you know it's like oh at this point <laughs> at this point in the movie there's exactly seven marty mcflies all within yeah. that same timeline all you know like i remember seeing some graph where it's like yeah there are five deloreans on that exact same date on that exact same time all doing shit um, oh wow <laughs> yeah but then you have like in an end game where they're just like no doesn't work that way like um yeah the best way i've i've seen time travel in general sort of described lately was um it was a uh, it was like a clip on tiktok of like of, of joe rogan explaining to someone i forgot who it was where it's like the way the scientists explain time travel to him it's like if time travel gets invented today right now you can go to and from anywhere from this point until infinite amount of fucking time but it yeah. like you and i can't get in this time machine and like go back you know to nazi germany and kill hitler you know because yeah. it, it just it didn't exist so it's like time just would not you would be dr manhattan essentially you know yeah. where it's like time just doesn't work that way in, in as much as like we are having this conversation right now but you know also you know you're on vacation in denver you know, it's just like every yeah. everything is happening at once. And again, it's just it's so trippy. And I'm sure we've probably confused the fuck out of some people. I'm sure some people are screaming right now, like, no, you yeah. guys aren't explaining it whatsoever. At but, all. <laughs> yeah, like at all. But I mean, I think it's pretty straightforward, you know, with this, because you know, yeah. of course you have Matthew McConaughey go right into the black hole and he's in this other dimension. And that other dimension is these high it's it's our next step of evolution if i'm, if I'm explaining that right yeah you know and and they have sort of this is the sort of pocket universe for the sole purpose of you need to go and explain to your daughter you know how to fix this problem so that eventually you guys can go from this subspecies to this new species of human that we are yeah and like I've heard it explained a lot of times where people are like, well, the basic premise of this is love solves everything because Coop's, you know, his love for his yeah. daughter is what kept him going. And it's like, 
I don't think that's fucking cheesy at all. It's pretty straightforward when you're talking yeah. about like a Christopher Nolan movie. Yeah. Well, and yeah, I mean, like, I'll get into the love. I kind of want to hit on this the the little place too. So yeah. So basically, what that what because a lot of people get confused on this and like, <clears throat> you know, they're they they even say it in there though, like, you know, our our futures have they understand all five dimensions, which is like the three we live in adding time and gravity in it or whatever. So they may, they basically like, actually a good example is when the, the, um, Romilly, when he puts the hole through the paper and makes the wormhole that's in three dimensions into a two dimensional thing to show, like they do this, when he does that and dumbs it down, that's what they're doing with that thing. Like, hey, here's all five dimensions in this 3D thing you understand. And that's where he's able to, to go back and tell Merv everything he needs to know. Um, But yeah, to the love thing, <laughs> it really is a, like a driving force throughout the movie. And it's, it's, again, like one of those things that is just really beautiful about the movie is... You know, her little speech, even I wish we would have clipped this, but, uh, you know, uh, Anne Hathaway says that she's like, it's the one thing that transcends all all five dimensions. And it's bigger than that. Like, it really is like it's the one thing that keeps you keeps you going no matter no matter what. And really, I mean, and she even says, like, you know, you can still love some somebody or something that is dead or for her, this thing that's light years away and probably has been dead. You know what I mean? But somehow she, the love that she has is still driving her to Edmund's planet. Edmund, of course, being her fiance or boyfriend. Yeah, it was, I don't think they make it clear, but it was definitely, they had, you know, a definite connection and it was, it's the furthest planet from when they go searching and they had no beacon yet. They did. They did have sign of life there. I believe it was something like that. But yeah, I think it was. Yeah, like it might, it might have been something like the beacon was still going up until a certain point, but she yeah. went anyway. Um, yes. Yeah. Like because of that, because of love, because you know, like, like you like you mentioned, it's that that was the one thing that was keeping her going. Very much the same way her father. That was the one, the, the love for his child, and wanting, you know, wanting her to believe like there is a there is a way to fucking get out of all of this, and you're gonna, you know, and tricking her essentially, you know, yeah. tricking her into, yeah, 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 just go to that planet again, knowing perfectly well that like you're never coming back, you know, yeah. like I I can't, I've never, I don't have a child. I don't have any yeah. children of mine that I know of. Yes. Unlike same. Rocky Maivia, who, who I don't know if you saw the news today, five uh, illegitimate children up in Canada all came out and, oh yeah, Oof. yeah. The I, Did I don't not see that. Don't know if yeah, don't know if the Rock will be showing up to their houses, giving them, uh, you know, brand new trucks the way he does with the rest of the you know Anawaii family, but, uh, you know, it's uh, <laughs> yeah. I wonder if they're gonna cover that on Young Rock this season. Oh God, that would be if it was if if they had the balls, just do it, you know. Um, but you know, I 
I can only imagine how hard it is to like, you know, consciously know like I am sending this person into the depth of space to either die a terrible fucking death. Yeah. Or to, you know, kickstart kickstart humanity because there's And to to not know. Just to not know. To not know and to never know. You know, and again, that's like a pretty intense thing to do. Like you always hear like, you know, like parents talk about how hard it is, how hard it is to just like, well, now, now my child doesn't live at home with me anymore. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, now my child doesn't exist in the same universe as I do. And I, there is absolutely no way for me to ever communicate with them ever. So I either just, I either just did the best, the best parenting thing i could have or i just doomed the one person i had left yeah Um, but it's i mean i yeah i guess it's 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 the gamble i guess and i you know we we are kind of lucky now because we live in times where we can just communicate whenever the fuck we want but you know it's not that long ago it was the same case like well i hope i hear from them i hope they write me a letter (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and, and and honestly, like and, you know, and I know it was like shitting on the guy, but like with the Rocky Via, like I guess yeah. that was one of the things that like the kids, you know, because they're all like in their fifties now, and that was one of the things they talked about where it was like, yeah, he told my mom that he would come back, and then just didn't, you know, like you you know, or, or the, one of the girls, she's like, I I would call him, and he would just hang up on me, and again like what what can you do if it's like what realistically can you do if you're 16 years old and this would have been you know like the fucking 80s you know you're just like hey i think you're my dad and this person hangs up on you like you know you you can't just fucking show up you know like to (laughs) to their place because it's yeah sure the yellow book existed and, and all that stuff but like god knows if that's their actual fucking you know home anymore um right Another one of the characters, though, that that it was interesting, like the length that they went to hide his involvement in this, uh, is mm-hmm. the character, of course, of, of Doctor Man, um, yeah. played by uh, you know Matt Damon, who was very much clued in, you know, on on the plan, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, again, to me, he's always one of the more interesting characters because it's like you figured out you're on a suicide mission and you have, you have the means to stay alive for, you know, X amount of time, but like, you're going to drive yourself fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. To the point of tearing apart his, his little robot and, uh, everything else. And like, even that, like when you first see him, like that is such a beautiful scene of just like, I don't know you. I don't know who the fuck you are, but goddamn, thank you thank God there's somebody else here right now. Like imagine that waking up and just thinking, uh, I'm never going to see anybody else again. And yeah. then just, just the stranger opens it and you're just like, Oh, thank you. Thank you. And again, it almost, you know, because like, and even McConaughey says, it's like, we are, we are the new explorers, you know, like I'm sure there were people, you know, like dry or uh, sailing the boats over here, you know, like, Oh, 
Like they probably just met some Native Americans and just like, oh, thank God there are people here. <laughs> so um I it's it's that moment. It's like, oh, it's so good. And yeah, it's a to have him like be the sh- the shit heel that he was is, is kind of kind of sucks. But even that is he he knew he knew this was a doomsday mission. And uh like like you said, like you like even Romilly like says, like I I was up, I was down, I was up, I was down. And like if you're in that down state for sure, like that's what's going to happen. Yeah, and like as much as like and I don't blame him for trying yeah. to fucking get out, you know, like it's one of yeah. those things where you know he he sort of fucks over Matthew McConaughey and um which the one thing I do love that's throughout this movie is, you know, the the constant recital of, you know, where he's like, do you remember that poem? You know, he's like, do not go gentle oh, yeah. into that good night. Because I remember yeah. at, at this time, there was some WWE game that came out that also used that like in its commercial. Oh, really? So you had, yeah, you had like John Cena, Bray Wyatt and like other wrestlers like also reciting the poem, <laughs> you know, Um but yeah, again, you have this guy who was just like, no, this is my fucking way out. I don't care. I'm going to kill you fucking people if I have yeah. to. But like, I'm getting off this fucking planet because, again, like about 10 years or so that yeah. they've been gone our time. God knows how gravity works on that planet. This man yeah. may have been there for, you know, 100 years <laughs> as far as we're fucking concerned. You know, and to like also know that that's like the resources I have to make me permanently go to sleep and wake back up are going to run out. Mm -hmm. You know, eventually you will go into this sleep and wake up earlier than intended. And it's just like, yeah, no, sorry. It was two weeks instead of, you know, 20 years like you intended because just can't do it anymore. Yeah, that's so like, I think that's what's what's amazing, too, is like just that scene of you know or you know any of them on this they're on planets and yet it somehow still feels claustrophobic because it's just you like it's 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 kind of a it's kind of a crazy feeling but then i don't know like i said i there's there even just like okay so that's another reason why i i really love this movie as far as like being the centering thing because and I this is where I think I may be a little bit different from people but I fucking love knowing that I'm essentially nothing in this vast universe like it just keeps like to me that's like that's better than like fucking Xanax you know what I mean it's like nothing not, like the shit doesn't matter like nothing I do like truly matters and there's kind of beautiful in that. And like the most important person that's ever lived on this planet really doesn't mean shit when it comes to time. And you keep zooming out. You keep fucking zooming out to the point where nothing we do is, is describable. And I like, I, uh, I heard described one time it was, I forget, I forget who it was, but they were talking about like, what, you know, when you hear people like, and it, let's just take let's take the left versus the right you know what i mean you know this person says this like homophobic thing and this person's like no 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 you're fucking you old boomer blah 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 they just keep getting mad at each other but you zoom out just a little bit just to right outside our planet and there's a fucking spaceship and there's two aliens there 
and they're just like, I'm we're the two aliens, and I'm like, hey, scrum, look how like look how fucking mad that one gets when he makes this weird noise at this other one, and then look how mad this one gets when he makes this other weird noise at this other one. Like they don't fucking comprehend what we're saying. They're just like they just hear like blah 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 blah, and like ah, <laughs> like that's all they see, and like. To know that none of that fucking like none of this shit fucking matters, like it's beautiful, but at the same time, it does matter a hundred percent. Like, I am someone yeah. who, like, at a very, very young age, was like, fuck religion, I don't care about this. And, like, yeah. you know, with like politics specifically, like, as I've gotten older, like, like I've never voted. I've, I again, I discovered George Carlin at a very, very young age, way earlier than I should have. And I heard yeah, his me, philosophy. Me too, man. Yeah, like I heard his philosophy on just life. Like yeah. you know, people sit around and talk about you know philosophers and shit like that. And uh, my go-to is George Carlin. You know, because I'm yeah. just like, there's so much like any major event that happens, any major event. And again, I say that without any hyperbole. Any, yeah. any, any major event that happens, you will find a George Carlin video from fucking yes. 20 years ago where he addresses it and even then it was a hot you know it was a hot topic issue yep. and and just yeah you know again like though you know it's whenever something happens to us it's always the end of the world you know yeah. there's always something happening to us where it's the end of the world or it's the biggest fucking thing mm-hmm. but that is only because you are the main character yeah yeah exactly you know to all of us we're all the main characters in our story yeah. so of course you know something happens it's just it's the biggest fucking yeah. thing you know where it's like can you believe i won a hundred dollars on a scratch off like everyone's probably so fucking happy for me because i am and it's yeah. like no this person's fucking still angry that their lunch was you know 20 minutes late and you know the food yeah. was cold and all day they were looking forward to this you know this goddamn chinese food they don't care <laughs> about you winning this you know or, yeah. or, or conversely you know like um like specifically like it, it happens a lot to me with like podcasting where mm-hmm. i and i'm i'm not i'm not sure how often it happens to you guys you know where it's just like i'll sit there and i'll i'll either be like this is the best thing i've ever fucking recorded like yeah it, like everyone's oh yeah like, i'm like oh man we're gonna get so many fucking texts and shit like so many people will be like dude oh that was amazing and then it's like crickets crickets and then it'll be one that's like fucking whatever and everybody's like oh i fucking love that one or like what like i felt i felt like shit like i wasn't even like i wasn't even in the mood like i just wanted to sleep like Mm -hmm. you know and it's like oh that was great like oh okay (laughs) yeah and again that and that is just that is just the way fucking you know things sort of work out sometimes and you know and then there is you know sort of getting back it's 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 the thing of just everything being subjective you know yeah well it's funny because again throughout this all of this i've been um one i rewatched watchmen is is uh both the movie and the show are are, are comfort uh yeah movies and stuff of mine and the i was rereading the book and um there's a there's a part in the book where um it's it's when dr manhattan you know he's he's going through his own history he's reliving you know his past and you know he he recalls the first time he goes you know he's like he's taken to the the facility in, in gila flats 
and he's introduced to Wally Weaver, you know, his best friend. And he's like, oh, you went to Harvard. He goes, uh, you know, uh, Einstein was there. And he's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, I, I didn't know him, but, you know, I, I went to one of his lectures. And he's like, man, he goes, can you believe that guy? Smartest person in the world. And he was, I heard he still always fought with his wife. Like, guess he's not that smart. And, you know, he says something along the lines of like, well, no, he just means he's human, you know? Yeah. And, you know, fast forward to like, again, I'm reading the book, watching the movie, and I'm sitting here feeling sorry for myself. And I was like, the most powerful being in the universe, a literal yeah. God, is still, he's still having fucking problems with his lady, you know? Yeah. Like, this guy still fucking has like relationship problems. Like, so maybe I shouldn't feel so bad because, right. you know, again, if like the person who can wipe everything out in, in an instant, he's still fucking going through it like maybe it's not that bad for me and again a lot of it it comes down to you know in our minds it's that we're the we're the main character in the story which again with man is very much what happens with him in as much as you know he's like okay i i now i know everything i need to know i'm fucking taking your shit and i'm going back and i'm gonna fucking solve all this i'm gonna fix it i'm gonna get away and you mentioned like claustrophobic i get so like Oh, so like uncomfortable when he's trying to dock the ship, you know, it's like the docking sequence and he's not doing it right. And because I just keep cutting to the outside of it, just like, like, I don't know about you. It very much reminded me. I get the same feeling watching that of like, um, like, I don't know if you ever had, if you've ever had like an electrical outlet next to your bed and you try to connect the charger without actually looking. And at a certain point, you're just fucking jamming these two prongs into the wall until you eventually get it and there's always that or like trying to plug in any usb like Uh uh-huh for some reason it only works when you flip it eight times like that's the only time there's only two ways it'll go but you have to flip it eight times before it'll go in that fucking thing a (laughs) hundred percent and that is one of those things where i'm just like oh um yeah and you know again ultimately he blows up and it's like well hey fuck it um (laughs) <laughs> another relationship okay. that i wanted to talk about though was yeah. uh murph and 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 her brother tom yes you know tom is someone who he remains casey affleck casey affleck way. yeah by casey yeah. affleck you know he he remains optimistic for the most part until he sort of realizes like yeah you know he's he's not coming back as opposed to you know like murph who by all accounts you know again and it's one of the most sad parts of this fucking movie where you know because there's video transmissions being sent back and forth between everyone you know everyone and their loved Mm -hmm. ones and you know cooper logs in and the computer's like you know however many messages from the past 23 years like 23 and a half years or whatever it is and he has to sit from tom yeah (laughs) and he has to just sit there and watch him you know watch him grow up Watch him talk about, oh, you know, I'm 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 engaged. Holy shit, I just got married. Oh, I just had my first kid. My first kid just died. Grandpa just died. Oh, grandpa and, died, yeah. Yeah, like all these things. And again, to you, to him, it's happening in these like small intervals of yeah. like being on TikTok. You know? Mm-hmm. It's the equivalent of if, if you know of you sitting on TikTok watching the next twenty three years of your life just happen before yeah. your eyes, and there's nothing you can do because again, yeah. To you, you have been gone three hours. You've literally been gone three fucking hours. Yeah. 
and your son's growing up you know mm-hmm. and on top of that eventually it comes to the point where he's like yeah you know like my wife just says that i'm wasting my time and murph tells me that i'm wasting my time and you're never gonna respond to these so guess guess i'm done with this you know like um it, it very much reminded me again and, and i just because i just recently rewatched the the, the watchmen hbo show but um all around the planet they have these dr manhattan booths because yes. to them dr manhattan is on mars i'm not going to spoil mm-hmm. it where he actually is but you know <laughs> they're like he's on mars and you have uh you know lori the, the silk specter number two his ex-girlfriend who she goes to these booths she's like a platinum member as, as you know as like the things like oh welcome like platinum member you know whatever her code is and she goes there and does these and, and at one point she's like i don't even know why i still come to these like you know it's just like it just it feels good to to think that you're being heard that you're being listened to and that's very much what's going on here yeah. you know he, he's sending these videos to his dad but nothing is being sent back and you know again he does it for quite a fucking while yeah yeah man i i it, you know, it's in And again, it goes back to, I mean, really, I mean, I, I do the same thing. Like I, you know, I visit my father's grave and I, I tell him things that it's like, I'm not getting transmissions back. Like, well that like one day, am I just going to be like, why am I still doing this? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like, to me, like there is that comfort of just telling, and of, you know, it doesn't matter how, um, try to think of what he says like it doesn't matter like if the response is there but like you know saying it and just like getting it into the ether a lot of times a lot of times it's just with anything like sometimes you just need to speak it into existence for even in your own head to be like oh yeah like you could think of thing something like a thousand times but until you say it out loud and in existence and to someone or something like you you may not even believe it yourself you know what i mean and uh, like I think that's like especially with him and like you see him in those last couple tr- uh, transmissions where he's like, you know, like I I I I don't like he's probably been thinking this for years. Like he's not he's not there, but like as that last one comes in, he's just like, yeah, I think I'm done. Like I don't I I don't think you're out there anymore. Like that was that was him thinking it for a very long time, and then just expressing it and getting it into the world and making it like a thing. <laughs> yeah. And I, I just, and it's just like, I know like I've, I feel like I'm rambling a bit, but it's just like, these are just like such key fucking points that like, and maybe he doesn't, but like Christopher Nolan is such a fucking brilliant filmmaker that like nothing, nothing in this movie is like, you can, we can clip out like literally we were talking about this. If we did like a breakdown and I, I know we're already super long, but like you, we could break down every scene of this movie for like a full podcast. I feel like, like we could do a series of podcasts just on this movie and break down. Like, what does this mean? What can you take out of this scene? And there's just so much in everything to unpack that it's just, it's really just the fucking credit to Nolan, man. He's, he's so fucking brilliant in this. Um, yeah, that's, I don't know. I was a little bit of ramble, but no, no, I, I, no. I understand exactly what you mean because, yeah, I, I think one of one of the things too is that you're seeing how much Tom is invested into this. That the one thing again, you also notice that there's no Murph. 
You know, she has yeah. not sent any of these. She's not fucking talked to him. And, you know, finally she does. She finally yeah. she finally gets a chance to, to talk. And, and she says everything that she needs to say. You know, mm-hmm. she's like, you son of a bitch. She's like, I'm yeah. now your age from when you fucking left. And you told me you'd be back. Yeah. She's like, you told me you'd be age. back. And this is to her, at least some form of closure. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, again, in this last month of my life, a big thing has been closure, you know, where I'm just yeah. like, I didn't get that closure. I, I didn't get the chance to, to, to do that. But then, uh, you know, it's like, like again, in talking like with my therapist, he's like, "Well, that that happens to a lot of people. Sometimes, yeah. you know, if you and I can have a falling out as friends, and you can say what you need to say, and I can say what I need to say, and that'll mean shit. Well, you know, like there might still be the need of like, oh, fuck, why well, should have said, I should have yeah. told him this, I should have told him that, or conversely, it might just, yeah, I don't know. One day, Drew and I just stopped talking, and I don't know, like, yeah, you know." Yeah, I mean, everybody has that with this, like, fuck, why haven't I talked to that guy in eight years? Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and and to her, it's like she's been holding this grudge mm-hmm. for, th- you know, 20-something years. Yeah, 23 years at that point, right? Yeah, 23 years. For 23 years, you know, she didn't want to do yeah. it. And, and, and you know she sat there, late, stayed up late at night thinking yeah. about what what she was going to say because again that, that that happens with everyone you know sometimes you're like yeah. you know what the next time fucking drew says some fucking stupid shit again i'm gonna <laughs> tell him this this and that and yeah. it'll probably never happen you know but again like yeah. the, just the way we are as humans is you know we have oh I've, I've had so many conversations in my head per every day that never actually happen <laughs> oh a hundred percent you know but with merv and and part of me feels that like you know the the ultimately the reason that she goes ahead and just sends it and does it is because you know she sort of comes to terms with like you're dead or at least in her mind he's like you're dead yeah you're never gonna see this so i'm gonna just say whatever the fuck i need to say yeah you know because up until then like tom still had hope and they have a very weird relationship, you know, where like she, she very much gives her brother shit for still wanting to, you know, for wanting to to believe that everything is going to be okay for having that like yeah. sense of optimism that, you know, because she's so jaded about everything that's happened that like, no, you fucking idiot. Like none of it is ever going to get better, but you know, it's, it's, it's very much in the same way of like, I don't believe in religion. I don't pray to yeah. God. I don't do any of that shit. But I have friends and family who do. You know, I, I have yeah. friends and family who are like, you're going through you're going through it. I'm praying for you. You're my prayers and thoughts. And it's like, what the fuck does that even mean? You know, yeah. like some people who, you know, out of out of fear of the unknown, it's like, I am going to never do this and never do that. And every night before I go to bed, say this thing word for word because when i die then you know everything is going to be okay and it's like is it i don't fucking know but very much with tom where he you know like he's in there and he's just like yeah no like i think he's still out there i think he still might make things right so he's you know he's going to sit there and have that sense of optimism yeah yeah and then you know i get and she's like 
yeah, if if things are all right, it's not going to be here. <laughs> you have to you have to go, and uh, and even she has that 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 realization of like you know she drives she gives up on him, and then like again coming back to the love thing where she's just like she's going home and she's like no I can't let I cannot let these people I love just be blindly walked away <laughs> like like led down this terrible path like I, you know what i if they're not going to do that i'm going to fucking catch the the house the fields on fire and make them come out and make them take to, to to this place and in doing that that's where she's you know gets the answers she needs kind of again one of those beautiful things where it's just like hey if you just fucking step up and do what you want to do and you know make the changes you want to make doors will fucking open that you don't even know exist right now and that and that's again like the fucking beautiful symbolism of every little fucking action in this movie is like there's just so many little messages you can take away from this movie and be like yeah fuck yeah <laughs> uh I don't know. no I, I i totally agree with you yeah it's you know it, it's her just sort of like I know the answer is here and I know I just, I need yeah. to fucking figure it out. Um, yeah. I always, also I always forget that fucking, uh, Topher Grace is, is her, her bow in this, in this <laughs> yeah, movie I know. where he just shows up. I was like, what the fuck is Eric Foreman doing here? <laughs> yeah, I um, know. It's so weird. Uh, what do you call it? Um, cause he's also like, never no, like nobody ever is like, Oh yeah. The guy from, you know what I mean? It's just, it's such like a, a weird small part that could have been done by anybody. And maybe that's why he has it, but uh, yeah, it is. It's very strange. It's like, oh, go for Grace. <laughs> yeah, and, and as much as, and he doesn't really have much of anything, you know. Like, no. he gets what punched in the face, like at one point, and yeah, that you know, that, that's pretty much it. Um, which I, I, I always assumed that like they wound up together, and that you know that was like her husband or something, but that you never see old him. So uh, yeah, you know. Um, or for that matter, like old Tom or, you know, any like it's just uh, it's just kind of Murph and her family. We don't know, I guess, which is also that that's so that scene always fucks me up, you know, at the end, you know, ultimately, uh, again, much like in Watchmen, you know, uh, how, yeah. how in the Watchmen TV show, Ozymandias gets rescued by his daughter right side right outside of yeah. Jupiter. You know, so does Matthew McConaughey. And um <laughs> You know, he wakes up in the hospital and goes and sees this, this family of his, you know, all these people who don't freak the fuck out that, you know, yeah. they're great fucking. Yeah, I like, think that too. Like, they're all, they all just kind of like back up. And then she's like, no, no, go do this thing. And he's just like, all right. And nobody's like, so you're my great grandpa? <laughs> Yeah, like, just very fucking weird, you know? She's yeah. like, yeah, she's, you know, she's surrounded by her loved ones and family. And yeah. to me, it's like, no, you are you are the man of myth. Like, you are the yeah. person that fucking saved humanity. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, not that, like, everyone would be on their hands and knees just like, oh, worshiping him, but like something you know something yeah. should have occurred by by virtue of like we have heard about you our entire lives holy yeah. shit you are now here like what the fuck <laughs> yeah and like even that like they're like oh it's you know cooper space oh it's nice you named it after me it's not named after you 
Yeah. It's just named named after this person that figured out an equation you gave to her. And and and, and <laughs> I, I, honestly though, like that that scene too with Ellen Burstyn, like I I know she's been acting forever. I know her of yeah. course from Requiem for a Dream. Um, yes. Which of course Requiem for a Dream, the reason I've stayed away from drugs my entire life. Um <laughs> but you know, she gives a very powerful performance and you know, and she's like, Everybody told me I was crazy, but I knew you were gonna come back because, you know, it was my dad. My dad told me he was gonna come back and my dad doesn't lie to me, you know, and like the last time you saw this fucking person, she was eight to ten years old. Yeah. And now she's literally on her deathbed. Like and she got to live her entire life again yeah. because of this fucking weird, wacky, weak in your mind mentally that you were gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I it's crazy too, like uh like you said, like like really he well, I guess he does get the one video of her from that age, but like yeah, there's just like those two ninety year, hundred year gap of, of like however old she is. And I don't know, like that 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 speech where she what what does she say? She says, uh, it's not really a speech, but she says like, oh, you know, no, 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 parents should watch their watch their daughter die or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. Like go and go out with a brand finder, she's like live your life, like you didn't get to live, live your, your life. life. Yeah, yeah, like it's kind of fucking amazing. Like it 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 kind of it's almost like this generational thing of how selfless both of them are. Like he does all this, you know, for all these people, even though he could have easily just like went back and, you know, just tried to be with his family again. And she, um, you know, she's trying to think like, I just fucking lost my point. But, uh, yeah, man. Like, oh yeah. So the generational thing. So like, like she too is just like, yeah. I as much as I would love to fucking spend all this time with you, like go, go on to this other planet. Like that. That's where like there, you don't need to sit here and just live in your glory. Like go be you, kind of thing. Like, like I don't, I don't need you here to just watch me die. Just know that I lived a fucking tremendous life, and it's because of you. And it, it's again, that's, you know, it's one of those this and like, you know, him watching the videos are like two to me. That's like two most emotional parts of this movie. And it's uh, I don't know, man. It's beautiful. No, definitely. I got a little choked up even talking about like her, like, you know, with the watch where she's like, I knew my dad was going to come back for me. Um, mm-hmm. wh- another big. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, she, that's what she says. She says, like, she's like, well, why did you? He's like, she says, because my my dad told me like. Oh, it's it's like so simple and so good. Uh, another big thing from this movie that always sticks out to me is the soundtrack. Of course, Hans Zimmer, fucking oh, yeah. amazing fucking composer. And it's funny; it's one of those things where like I see a lot of people use sounds from this like on TikTok, and mm-hmm. uh, it's just like, oh, you probably don't even know where that comes from, do you? You know? Yeah. But beautiful fucking soundtrack, like just amazing fucking score like that that is one of those things that like it will draw me in at certain times specifically because like there's certain times where you just hear like uh like a clock ticking like very slowly yes. in the background and i just i fucking love it i, I love it so much yeah. like I, I even on like on, on this phone I've, I've got so much of like that soundtrack just saved 
to to yeah. listen to. Like it's all just yeah. noise, but so fucking good. And like the the choices of when not to use anything, like the silence of space too, is is really fucking cool. Like the explosion, like it's just that scene is just you just see it like you don't hear it because it's fucking space. Like, I think that's really fucking cool. Um, and yeah, like, yeah, like you said, the, the TikTok, like I, I, um, doing like more research on it. Like I saw that I, I would have never put this together, but when they're on Miller's planet, they're like, yeah, you hear the, and I guess like I saw somewhere where somebody figured it out. Like it's, it's the math of every every tick is a day on Earth. Okay. So it's like the seven years. So as they're they're the whole time they're on Miller's planet, you just hear tick, 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 tick. And it's like it's tension building, but it also means something. And it's it's so fucking cool. And yeah, but yeah, the 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 score, I mean, it's definitely like you can tell it's, you know, between this and like Dark Knight Rises and Tenet, like there's there's definitely like the same tone of kind of that deep, like that kind of dark sound that, but man, Hans Zimmer is so fucking good, man. There was a, a post, cause it, so you made me specifically think about this because you mentioned like the, the, the time. This was posted mm-hmm. uh, around February of last year. So, okay. but since the release of Interstellar in 2014, mm-hmm. it's only been 49 minutes on Miller's Planet. You know, and again, that was about a wow. That was like almost two <laughs> years ago. So let's say, yeah, you know, let's just say it's been 52 to 53 minutes. Yeah. Which again, that's that's relativity. That's how time works. Yeah. It's just how different it is. Like, you know, it's there's and there's for sure planets and solar systems out there very much in that same vein that we just cannot comprehend because you know we have a very specific way of looking at these things and talking about things but yeah. I've, I've i've heard that one as well too where it's like every you know tick you hear in the background yeah is like you know however whatever increment of time uh on yeah. miller's planet um but yeah, I mean, as, as we just you know sort of wind down here, any any sort of final thoughts you know that you, that you know you wanted to get out? Oh, um, I'm trying to think. I think let me look. I think I I think I got it most of it. Like you said, it's just a I don't know. Like if, if you're if you're if you've only watched it the one time or anything like that, definitely rewatch it and like be open to it. I guess is is what I want to say. Like not just don't, don't let the, the time or the space or the fucking weird math <laughs> scare you off. Cause there is some very good, deep underlying themes to this of, you know, all the shit that we've talked about. And it is like a very good centering movie. Like I said, like to me, that's, that's what I always think of. And like, you know, I, it took me a little longer than you to uh, get away from the, the church thing. I was pretty entrenched into it, like into my early twenties. Um, and even though I did discover Carlin in the sixth grade, but uh, like to me, like I love anything that like, I still love the, the, 
talk of philosophy and everything like that. And like, I just, I, I love pe- hearing people's opinions, but I remember hearing it or I heard this story. Like I'm trying to think I was maybe 16, right. Working. I was at working at a church camp and, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, I had my issues when I was 16, like every brooding young boy does. And then I hear this, this girl who's like, um, she's been in junior high at the time. She basically tells this story about like, you know, she was adopted uh, by by a family because she was in the car in a car accident where her whole family had died. And it was then I realized like, like no matter what my shit is, there is somebody that always has it fucking 10 times worse. And that's, that's to me is the beauty of the zooming out. If you just zoom out from your own shit and it's like, oh, what is the old like seeing the forest for the trees kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Like if, if, if you just zoom out, like, Things are not that fucking difficult. You can just go and keep going and move forward because time doesn't stop for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? So just fucking keep going, man. Fucking, you know, like Dory says, just keep swimming. Yeah. You know, again, it's, <laughs> you know, it sounds very, uh, you simplistic to just sort of put it that way. And, and by all means, you know, like it doesn't, yeah. you know, we're not, yeah and i'm not not undermining anybody that's hurting like Mm -hmm. you know what i mean um you know i fucking i i reached out to you like i i heard the podcast and i was like dude like anything you need you know um but like it's it's not to undermine that it's just to to know that and you're gonna fucking like i said you're you're gonna fucking flump you're you're gonna find that click moment but you know find that thing that like i think I think everybody has that, like, it's important to find what can help you get to those points. And, you know, like you said, like, staying away from the fucking eternal sunshines, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, just finding the things that give you peace and fucking joy. And for me, this is that movie. And I think it can be for a lot of other people if they fucking just open up to it. Definitely. Uh, very quickly, my buddy and I, who is also a fan of this movie, always discuss would you want to see a sequel? Because the way it ends, there's very much a possibility for a sequel, but is it, is it one of those things where it's like, no, you know what? They, they, they left it perfectly tied with, you know, a nice little bow, leave it as is. Or would you, would you want to see uh, a a second, you know, interstellar? I'm, I'm always in favor of no sequels. Um, I think a lot of times the explanation and everything is more like to me, like the it's, it's the open for interpretation thing of like, it's the hope that what's at the end where she fucking takes off her helmet and realizes, Oh, this is, this is my plan. Like, this is my new home. Like it's that hope. That's kind of like, it's another thing that's just really beautiful about this movie. Um, it ends on like, yeah, we're going to keep going. We're going to, we're going to push Pat. Like, you know, this is where my new home is and where the new civilization is going to be. Um, I think so many times when you explain it, even though it's cool, like, okay, yeah, it would be cool to just be like, yeah, cool. We get to see fucking Cooper and Bran, you know, be the gods of this new civilization. (laughs) 
But at the same time, it's like, you know, you you could really fucking ruin it. And like right now, like you're filled with hope instead of like, you know, it's one of those maybe don't meet your heroes things. Definitely. Like, I, the, the, the Rock's a really cool guy. Oh, I just found out he has five illegitimate children that he ignores. <laughs> those not the you Rock's, know? the Rock's dad. Oh, the Rock's dad. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, a hundred percent. Yeah, I've, I'm always in. I'm I am in that same camp with this specific movie as well, where it's just like, no, just I, you know, it, I I very much like to imagine whatever in my silly little head happens happens, and you know, that's that. Um, yeah. But if people want to hear more from you, where can they find you? Um, mainly on the draft podcast every week, uh, Tuesdays, 11 a.m. You can find us on Spotify and iTunes and all that good stuff. And, uh, of course we're part of the jabroni U network on jabroniu.com. This is the best plug I've ever given for any of our shows. Um, and also, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm probably most active on, uh, Instagram with X, Mr. Sparkle X. And you find me there and, you know. Andrew, Keep swimming I, guys <laughs> I, I appreciate i appreciate you coming on here definitely won't be the yeah, last man. time as like i think for forever we've been like yeah you fucking need to get on here and uh, you know yeah. the, the problem is it's usually four of us and for four people yeah. to sit down and talk about one thing it's a lot of just uh waiting your turn to talk but no it's yeah, yeah i i definitely love having you on here and uh again yeah I'm, I, I mean i was excited too because you know you know and for those who, who double dip into both of our podcasts, um, you know, we tend to not, not, we keep it very lighthearted. Like we don't, we, for the most part, every once in a while, we'll do an, a hostful episode where we maybe we dip our toe and doing a little bit of the deep talk. And, you know, I, so I, I don't have an outlet to like, you know, like be like, Hey, this is where I find joy. So like, as much as I'm like, yeah, I fucking love every movie. <laughs> um, you know, it, at the same time, it's like it's kind of nice to like get a little deep on here with you. So, um, thanks, thanks for having me, and uh, thanks for giving me this outlet. You know, and of course, and, 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 and again, somehow we got to figure out this leftovers thing. I, I don't know how we're gonna yeah, examine I, three been, seasons of the leftovers in an hour. <laughs> I have been wanting to talk. Yeah, the leftovers forever. So yeah, we will definitely find a way to make that happen. As uh, I'm sure some people are like, "Fuck enough!" Like we don't like the same way people tell me like, "You need to watch." Uh, Oh, fuck what's it what's that show with jason sudeikis that everyone's fucking oh ted lasso everyone's like you gotta watch ted lasso and i'm just like yeah i don't know eventually i'll watch and i'm like i'm very much i put off better yeah. call saw forever and then binge watch the entire thing in like a week and <laughs> then was upset that i had to wait like a fucking normie for weekly television you know um yeah but the leftovers only three seasons and it's already out and so yeah, yeah we'll definitely find a I'm way to done to 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 do some of that and again some more talking because if you ever listen to any of the draft pod episodes there's so many movies and and tv shows and things of that that you know we, we both like and that we don't yeah. both ranted and raved about you know for for yeah. all those episodes so um expect to hear drew back on here but uh until next week uh i've been scrump i've been friend of the show drew <laughs> <laughs> and uh we'll talk to you guys next week